Well, everybody, you've been waiting long enough, I suppose, since I've been getting about, I don't know, 12 or 1,300 messages since yesterday. Um, we're going to – we've got two special guests on. We've got Michael Underwood and most, if not everybody knows, uh, James Coleman, uh, former player, um, has probably – probably now been a grandfather to most of the – the new students. He's, he's getting up there is what he says. Um, but we're going to, we're going to jump right into it because we got to make this, um, a little bit quicker than we wanted to intentionally, but, um, there's going to be a, a new face and platform for NIL for Florida state. So, um, whichever one of y'all want to start with kind of like the backstory of what, what made y'all want to do this or how it started would would be great. So whoever wants to start, go ahead. James, go ahead and jump in, and then I'll I'll, I'll answer the $64,000 question of how you say the name to this to this platform. Everyone wants right. to know. I think I said it wrong numerous times today. But um, how it started was, you know, NIL, name of your likeness, has been something that's been a hot topic. Really, I want to go back to even the library just about – you know, paying players, how do you pay players, and, and what are the different things. And I remember one of the things that I used to always tell people, I don't necessarily need to draw a salary from Florida State, but I want to be able to own my name. Like it's something about building your own brand, owning who you are, developing who you are, and being able to capitalize off of it um, that speaks to something. And for so long, players can have every, – everybody else gets to make money off of your name, image, and likeness except for you. Um, Funny thing, like about the, um, the NCAA video game, I was telling somebody. Um, and for three years, I was on it. There was a six foot, 235 pound fullback. There was a six foot, 245 pound fullback. Then there was a six foot, 260 pound fullback. The number was 36. He had mirror visor. He had um, an elbow sleeve. And he had a um, wristband. He also wore speed TD cleats. If that wasn't me, then I don't know. Then that was a that was a hell of a um, coincidence that they that they did that. But um, and, and I don't even mind it. But you know, it's just the opportunity to be able to earn a living uh, from playing. So when this this opportunity hopped up, you saw a lot of people jump into the marketplace, jump into the game. A lot of agents doing stuff. But really, um, there was still no no guidance. There was still no um, mentorship, um, discipleship, and and how do you actually develop your brand? And how do you actually become um, a guy who could become a multimillionaire from off of um, the years that they played. Um, I had a couple people um, approach me, the different NIL companies. Um, a couple of them were dead ends. Um, then one day, uh, Mike Mike just came up to me and said, hey, man, this is what I was thinking. And um, I actually told him that a friend of mine, which the, the deal kind of um, kind of ended, he on his, his, his uh, untimely passing, I said, hey, this is the exact idea that me and my friend Aaron were, were thinking about doing. And the ideas matched, and I told them the only way I would do it is if we're actually trying to teach people something, not just giving them something. We got to go out here and teach these young men and women how to become um, better overall athletes. And, and it was a home run. I think what we've tried, to, what we've accomplished up to this date, is, is successful. And if we continue to grind and continue to do these things, I think it's going to be um, an amazing thing that's going to get replicated at, at other institutions. Because at the end of the day, these these young athletes aren't getting anything. They are being given something based upon their talent. And what we have to do is give them a platform to be able to make money, not just for this four years, but for the 40 years after them. 
And I'll, and I'll just jump in and add, you know, you know, James kind of brought it full circle for me in terms of like we're, the, our Seminole group is, we're a prideful bunch. And I think we all recognize an opportunity to jump into this space. And, and I think there was some frustration with, you know, maybe some of our, some of our recruiting and some, you know, you heard some of these, you know, kind of undercurrents that were going on and said, Hey, you know, there's, there's a way to do this the right way. And we're just as much about NIL earning opportunities for these student athletes as we are and really more so providing them with the tools and resources necessary to be successful beyond the playing field. We know the, the statistics, 99% plus never, never see professional athletics in their lifetimes. Um, and we had this just core kind of synergy that said, listen, we want to do some of these things the right way. If we make, you know, if we make a, a little impact, fantastic. If we can touch a handful of lives, that's great. If we can touch everyone, that's fantastic also. You know, and, and we went into this being not, we didn't want to be everything to everyone. We wanted to be something for someone. And we're addressing these student athletes one at the time. We're not focusing just on the revenue sports. That's, that's you know, that's key and, and close to both James and my hearts that we're saying, and, all, and, and quite frankly, there's other partners in this business that have really come to the aid of saying, hey, what can we do to help and, and build this thing out? And quite frankly, that's how we've grown to this, this, you know, place that we're at right now is based on just good, true Seminole fans that are prideful. We all want us back into the national relevance in all sports and doing it the right way, providing these young kids with a chance to, to take what we're giving them, educational opportunities through seminars, through, you know, just opportunities that would never be available to them whether we whether they're assigned nil deal or not these are we're going to open this to 500 athletes if they want to come to a financial planning seminar they're welcome to do so and you know that that was a big piece of it i think the other thing too is we have made a concerted effort to pay homage to our namesake the seminole tribe of florida and particularly and hence as I alluded to when I when I jumped in was, you know, let's let's talk about the name. Um, as some of you may know from the booster area, Miko is is chief in Seminole native language. And in Seminole native language, Mikanope, how you say the word is Mikanope, is young chief or young leader. And we said, what better way to encapsulate what we're trying to do than than to recognize the spirit of our young leaders and try to provide them the tools that where they're the next great leaders. They're the next big Mikos, both, you know, in name, but also as we recognize Miko members, those are the donors at the, at the booster level that are a million dollar plus. So we want them to not only be chiefs or leaders in the literal sense, we want them in the figurative sense to where we're giving them the tools to be the Mikos in a financial sense as well. And that comes through tools that doesn't come through drops of money or endorsement deals or anything like that. That, that's the, uh, you know, that's the positioning that we put this in, and I think that's where the momentum that we've come behind this, that's gotten behind us on this on this launch. That out of a very short period of time, I and mean, this was a, this was a conversation, you know, over a beer or a cocktail, and with a lot of passion behind it. That's really gotten momentum in a very short period of time, and we're, we're very blessed to be where we are at today, and. And before I forget, I also want to make sure that we that we thank 
sporadics at Norville Central uh, for having us on. And we really, once the press dropped, we really wanted to come on this platform first because of the positivity that comes out of both of both of your groups. And we appreciate it. And I, I told Chris this, I think, yesterday or day before. I pretty much relegated myself to Spiratics and Norville Central to tune out some of the, you know, some of the undertones. We all have to row the same direction, and that's what we're trying to do. And I think we put together a pretty good team to do so. So that's that's my that's my two cents. Uh, James, to to ask a question, um, how is uh, Micanopy eighteen fifty one? How's that platform with what y'all are trying to do going to be different than other NIL platforms? around what are you seeing that's missing well what i'm seeing is what's missing is there's a disconnect between the athlete and what's actually being trying to be accomplished and, and there's a lot of misinformation when it comes to the name image and likeness in general um and I, I like to keep things simple i mean that's one of the beautiful things about playing for coach bowden coach bowden literally like he's a genius but the geniuses can explain things to a, on a fourth grade level um, his thing was defense if the other team doesn't score we win if we score more points than the other team, we're going to win. It don't need to be a lot more fine print and different things like th than that. So um, what, what do I mean by that? Everybody talks about the, these, these scary deals, these $8 million deals and these $6 million deals and these. And I'm not saying that those things aren't happening. What I am saying is those things are few and far in between. Most of these young men um, need to be met where they're at. You, you talk to them about what their needs are. And once you identify what their needs are, then you meet the needs and you give them the opportunity to grow and develop more. And I think that's what's been missed, um, even with my helps with other NIL companies, connecting them with the players. Um, they, you know, it's just it's about speaking the language of the people that you're trying to meet. And I think that um, who better to tell somebody than somebody who's been in their shoes, a guy who's been a father before in college, a guy who's, a current, who, who's, who's currently basically a walking freaking NIL. Uh, with what I do in the media. Uh, yeah, I can tell you that when you score touchdowns and you make big plays, people will remember it forever. Um, yes, we have a crazy fan base, but it's one of the best fan bases that you can ever have. Um, it, it feels good when you're in another country and somebody says go nose to you because they recognize you. Um, and, and I think, you know, that, and I'm not that far removed, and I have kids that are coming up in that age, and I think this is, it just so happened to be a great timing that I'm of the age where I can go speak to guys who are multimillionaires who come from different backgrounds. And I can also go speak to kids who just came from out of the projects. And this is and this is the first time in their life where they're getting three square meals and two, um, and two supplements a day. So I think that's really where we're different. It's also literally all, all no's right now, um, or, or the people who love the no's. It's not, and this is no knock on anybody, but, you know, I, I I did mad drills. I went to that. I graduated in three years. I went through it all. I, as I as people joke and tell me, because I, I make sure it, it's clear. I scored in both the men's zones, and I bled a sweat on that field. So it's no knock. I didn't just find Florida State when it was convenient, when things didn't work out. I chose Florida State over everything else. So when I speak about the university to these young guys, I speak to them in a different manner than what other people can because you cannot possibly understand or fathom how much passion it is and what it feels like to play in front of Doe Campbell Stadium, especially when it's your hometown. Because nobody has more pressure on them than a guy who, who literally grew up a few blocks away from, from where from where Doe Campbell Stadium is. 
Um, I love the city of Tallahassee. I love the state. I love the. I love the university. I love everything that it's meant for me and everything that it helps me provide for my family to this day. And and you know nobody asked me to be an ambassador, but um this is what this is what was um was, was my charge to keep. And I also remember what the old heads did for me. I got a chance to meet Peter Bulwer and um, Corey Simon when I was in college and got to know them. And I got I got fussed out because we weren't we weren't good enough. And it wasn't a, it, and I didn't understand it then. But now I can understand it well enough to be able to explain to these young men. It's not about you being a loser on the field. It's about a brand that was built and that people that, that people put hard work in to make them do that. Now they got kids that they can't explain to them what it was like. So like I got an eight year old who who had who told me he didn't want to go to Florida State. And I was like, What the heck? I was like, Man, I got you better get ready to go to Florida State. But he but he he told me this and this is something that I can share. Because uh, the wisdom of, you know, the logic of an eight-year-old, they have no concept of time. He said, Dad, back in slavery days when y'all were good at Florida State, when you played, it was a little <laughs> bit different. And I said, son, I, I don't know how long, how old you think I am, but, but what I mean is, is that my son doesn't know about the dynasty era. My son doesn't know about those things. And when I went to go talk to these guys sometimes, you know what? Neither do they. There's a disconnect. They don't know how to be it, and it's a bunch. And, and as great as our fan base is, as great as the different offshoots in the podcast and a lot of these different things are, it's a bunch of people trying to explain what a fan is, what a true fan is, what a true Seminole is that ain't never been on that field and they never did it. And these guys are getting a misconstrued and warped sense of not only what the NIL is, but what it means to actually represent and wear that uniform. And it's time for us to be able to come back, reclaim it. Our rivals are doing a much better job of maybe not the NIL side because I think we're not as far behind as people think, but definitely on the pride and the showing guys how to do this. And as Mike said, we're not really here to, to, to get everybody. There's 500 student athletes. It's not feasible to, to, to um, do that. But if we can, find 10, we can identify 10 to 15 leaders that don't mind getting poured into that don't mind doing a little bit of extra work. That that can understand that whether I get drafted, whether I do or whether I do anything, I'm going to have a brand that's going to be multi-million dollars when I leave this university if I do these things the right way. And that's the thing that we want. We want guys, who, guys and gals who want to do the work. I mean, you you touch base on just about everything that I would have asked, and, and for the most part. Um, when we had the pre-conversation for the pre-show earlier, uh, you had said something that stuck with me, which I've heard it my whole life. My grandpa said it, my dad said it, and I've even said it to my kids. Instead of just giving someone a fish, teach them how to fish so they can eat for a much longer period of time. And with what y'all are doing, uh, basically as you being a mentor to these kids, you're going to be able to teach them the ropes and how great would have it, would that have been for you and some of the other players before NIL came out just to have a mentor at you know almost at your beck and call like I can call and get advice because I know very well James takes phone calls about any and everything from these players and it's not just about making money or what I need to improve in on the field most of all of our knolls um, that are still here are steadily educating the young men and women that are coming in, that are in here already. Everybody needs advice. So for you to be able to step forward and do this with the NIL platform, uh, it 
it's really amazing to me, and uh, that's the whole reason that I wanted it on here so bad is because of y'all's just whole outlook on how y'all are going to change it for the young people. So y'all have my full support, obviously. Um, if if y'all would like to touch base on uh, maybe some of the members uh, that y'all have as far as like um, other players, um, not not the NIL kids, but some of your members in in the organization. I'll, I'll speak to I'll, I'm I'm going to pull up the the alumni side. I mean the the mentorship opportunities and some of the internships that have already been committed are from very successful former Florida State alums. And, you know, I don't want to go on a, on a podcast and call these, these people out not having had that back conversation with them. But I can assure you that the, we were very, I've been very, very cautious with who we have brought into the fold with respect to, you know, these educational opportunities that are so important. And, you know, when you have paid and, inter and unpaid internships committed and on the books, ready and waiting for these these young student athletes. That's massive. It's huge for them. And and I wanted to touch on one thing before we you know got off of it. Is I think it's it's really important to understand that we are very dialed in to multi sports and multi gender sponsorships and and opening these opportunities to to the less revenue sports. Uh, matter of fact, I will tell you that. Probably the uh, our next press announcement or release will be, in fact, our very first sponsorship will be with a female athlete. We're not going to go into details with it today because I don't want to do that. I don't want to ruin that for anybody. But that just shows you the commitment and how this is taking shape. We're not going to jump on the first, you know, sure bet um, NFL draftee from football and focus on that guy. We're We're looking across all sports and all genders and saying, hey, look, you have a brand, regardless of what sport you play, we're going to embrace and enhance that the best we can through not only NIL sponsorship deals, earning deals, but also more importantly, or at least as equally important, is these learning opportunities that are going to position them to be successful long-term. So I just want to make sure that everybody listening tonight understands too that we are, you know, so many of the NIL platforms across the country have really, you know, you know football is always the money sport, right? So um, those those players have access to benefits through NIL that aren't being afforded to women's soccer or women's softball or our track and field players or you know our swimmers those types of things and, and they are in many ways just as marketable but certainly just as important in our minds to give them these educational and, and mentorship types of opportunities so I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, and just to just to put on that, well, again, we don't want to take the take away the momentum and derail it, but it's some um, it's some heavy hitters. And basically, if you've ever heard me talk on a podcast, or you've ever hung out with me in Tallahassee at a tailgate, you could probably use deductive reasoning to figure out who some of the people <laughs> are that um that that I'm bringing on. And and it, again, it just goes back to what I was talking about. These are guys that I watched. That I grew up wanting, and, and I had a unique opportunity. I went to Florida State University Developmental Research School, a.k.a. at Florida High, and we were on FSU's campus. So I remember being a 14-, 15-year-old skipping class and going out and hanging out in the union during the heyday. And he, to, to be an adult and be able to pick up the phone and call some of these guys, 
it's um it's an amazing thing and i think um all of these um nil platforms are doing um a good job um of doing it i think we were just lucky that nobody called these guys and um and i think uh, but these guys also know what it is that i stand for and what it is that i do and um one of the things that i think a lot of people um a lot of people don't realize is that there's not a thing that i do that isn't of quality and that was one of the cool things about hanging out with mike um you know, this is like, – we didn't know that this was going to happen when we went to go get some lunch um, uh, uh, about, I think, around November time, right, right around Thanksgiving. But, um, you know, I realized that he's a great guy, um, you know, very, very business savvy, and um, somebody that's like-minded. Um, and that's what we're trying to identify with these young men and women is um, we don't want anybody who doesn't put the work in the classroom. We don't want anybody who doesn't put the work in on the field because that's what it's going to take to become marketable off the field. And if you can't handle that, um, then you're not going to be able to become a, a, a Mickey Nofa. You won't be able to be a young chief um, because that, at the end of the day, it, that's a leadership position. That, that is a position that you're going to be in the community. And really when it's all said and done, um, your name should um, should speak volumes for you before you enter in any room. Um, now, I will say I've been blessed to have that opportunity, both good and bad. I own it. Um, I'm a little older, a little bit more mature in it now. There are people who probably – don't like me, I'll give them a fact to give out. They have a reason to. Um, but there are also people who love me, and I'll say that they have a reason to. I'm a hell of a competitor. I'm a great friend, but I'm a terrible enemy. Um, but again, I'm, that's the savage in me. That's the, uh, and, and that's what it really what a part of, of being a warrior is. And that's what the Seminoles were known for unconquered spirits, um, badassery, and going out there and whipping butt. And that's what we're going to teach these guys. But at the same time, we're going to whip some butt, but we're going to also build nations. We're going to build up communities. We're going to go out here. We're going to serve. Um, for as much as I like to kick butt, it's very notable. You know, we gave out 1,500 book bags last year. Now we're going to give out 2,500 this year. Um, we're going to do food drives. We're going to do a bunch of other different things. So it's stuff that you've seen me do. Um, and I say me um, being, even though it's a team, but we're going to be like, hey, what if, what if I started doing this at 18 years old? Where could it be right now? What if I would have taken advantage of the larger of the larger picture? Man, just like I, I, what I sit back and I, instead of being selfish, right, which a lot of the people with the NIL talk, man, if I could have gotten this or I should have this, instead of me doing that, I'm sitting here thinking like, man, what if I had that opportunity? And why not try to give that to somebody else? And at the same time, inadvertently, it's going to link other knolls of the past. And I think that's the real thing that makes it different, right? That's is what is it doing? What is it doing for the guys who did build this pathway? So, let's say you know I, I get a guy. You know I, I use some guy rested dead, but like my former teammate who I had a podcast with Gino, um, who had some struggles. But what if we had this then, um, this in name image likeness, and I could bring Gino around. He could tell his story, and we could develop this person. And now we have um, a, a big time booster who owns this business, and, and now he gets to know Gino from Gino introducing him. To the lot to to Kalen Deloach or somebody like that. Heck, just even through all of this, just using him as an example because he's like a little brother. But me, Rob Deloach, his dad and his and his and his wife and his wife have have just that that spirit of community just inadvertently has blessed me and made me a better man, made me a better father, and it gives me goals and aspirations to want to be like I, when I see Kalen. Ball, and that makes me feel like, yo, I can't wait to see my son ball. Because you know what's going to happen when my son comes up? Kalen's going to be the person that's going to be coaching him up and making sure he does the balling part. And nobody else can talk about that because they don't have that experience. And it's not their fault. But I think if we bring everything together, 
it's just going to make Florida State that much greater. And, again, it's not about driving Bentleys and Maseratis. It's about building something. And, right. and it's about earning it. It feels – if as a guy who's gotten a um, six-figure marketing check, boy, it feels really, really good when you get it. And it, it feels better when you earn it. Because you know you can do it again if you earn it. If somebody gives it to you, you have no idea how you're going to eat it. Right. And I think, moreover, if you, if you take that player analogy that James just laid out perfectly – to connect the dots with Micanopy 1851, that same synopsis he just gave, think about having access to the real-life Mikos, the real-life millionaires, and and having that exposure and those opportunities to see how they got there. Not It's not necessarily about an endorsement deal. It's, it's Sure, that's part of the game, but to have people that are willing to to part with their time and effort and energy to share with these young people how they became successful, right? That's it, they look up to those people, and though that then you aspire to be that person, you know, a young impressionable eighteen-year-old that sits through an investment strategy for young people seminar offered through 1851, you know, they're going to aspire to be that person that's gained that level of success. So as it translates on the field, it certainly translates into, in, you know, life in general, down the road, beyond playing, what have you. We're, we're just excited to stitch all of this together. And we know we have an amazing university. I think that's the one thing that, that ties us all together. Um, and our fan base is amazing. We, we all are prideful, as I said, I think, at the onset. And we're all striving to make our university the best it can be, certainly from an athletic perspective. For many of the viewers that are watching and listening right now, we all want to be back relevant again. We, we don't like where we are. But to get better, you have to take steps and take measures. And to James' point, I mean, we've been dogged about this. I mean, we're, we're like doing it the right way, but we're competitors. We, we want to do a good job with this and provide opportunities for these kids that they otherwise wouldn't have had and do it in the right way that's respectful to the university, to the Seminole tribe, uh, to the ones that have come before on the playing fields, and for the future generations. And again, I, I love to, I want to touch on one last little thing on my end is that I think some people would be interested in. So many of the NIL platforms out there are really, you know, at least the ones that are making the splash and headlines, they're really focusing on <clears throat> pardon me, the high-profile athletes, be it football, baseball, what have you, or basketball, um, that are maybe junior, seniors, getting ready to advance into into the world of professional sports, most likely. We're, we're, we're trying to cultivate and curate young freshmen with upside and needs of their own and to come in and, and, and mold them and give them access to these types of deals at 18 years old, not when they're 20, 21, getting ready to declare for the draft. We want to we want to encompass and embrace those those kids. And I think on the recruiting level, that speaks volumes about, you know, a kid maybe making a decision of whether to to make a choice of Florida State or another school to say, hey, you know what, these guys are cognizant of first year freshmen. You know, I mean, young young guys that that are developmental projects, even coming out of high school as four or five stars, these guys are going to get some 
some attention too. And that's on, again, that's all playing fields. That's softball, soccer. You know, we've got superstars across all sports. And I, lest we forget, softball and, and soccer have won some national championships in very, very recent history. And I think we should all be, you know, stay aware of that. So I just wanted to throw those couple of things in also. Well, I'll say that one of the things that I'm most excited about, and we've talked about it um, numbers of times now, but if, for all the people that are listening or watching, um, do you see how transparent they are with what's going on? There's, there's, a, there's a thing where I have certain athletes call me and say, well, I don't know this part of the deal, and I don't know who I contact if I need to do such and such, and they get really frustrated with the situation. Well, the transparency that Mickey 1851 is going to put out, which is what they're doing, and to be able to have that ability to contact someone immediately um, is, is something that's different from anything that I've seen. And I don't just study what NIL platforms are at FSU. I'm going across the board because I've continuously heard we're behind, we're behind, we're behind. And – I do agree that there's some things that we need to do better, um, but I will say I agree with James and Michael both. We're not as far behind as some people want to make it out to be. We, we really ain't. Um, and when people come together and the Knowles really come together to do what they're doing, is it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit home for everybody. And we'll be, able to, we'll be able to make this community what it's supposed to be. We'll be able to get these players where they're supposed to be. And the families that are bringing all of these kids to us can worry a little bit less about who's actually mentoring their children. Where are they actually learning outside of the classroom? Are they getting life skills? Do they understand what the world's you know going to do to them or what's coming forth? So I'm really excited for what y'all are doing. Um, I'm going to be as big of a part of it as I'm allowed to be and as much as I can. Um, uh, one other question that um, was on here, uh, your website, um, I'm sure y'all have one. Could y'all elaborate a little bit on if and when? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll jump in on that. We, we are, it is, you're supposed to have a, there should be a splash page up hopefully later this evening, but the full live will be uh, Monday 425. And it'll be, you know, fully interactive. Uh, us as a platform, we're going to have access and communication channels for, for athletes built into it um, so that they, they have a reach out and a, and a conduit to get directly in. And, and I think one of the other things that, that we envisioned early on was to really generate profiles for these, for these players and look at the you know, look at their areas of interest and their areas of concern and their areas of need and their areas of, you know, just really curiosity about growing as a person and building a profile on them and matching, matching them with those sponsorship opportunities or matching them with that mentor, that mentor that's going to really, you know, take them and answer some of those questions or giving them access to these seminars and things that are going to be on the horizon for them and, and let them know that that's there for them. So I, I think we're, in, in some respects, we're a little bit different and more intimate in that respect. And I think that's going to play very well over the coming months. We don't have everything figured out. We would never sit here on a podcast and suggest that we do. But the things that we have figured out, we know they're right. And we're building upon those 
as best we can. And it's going to take the support of, of uh, you know, our, our Florida State community to even see this reach the heights that it can get to. And so um, we, we look to everyone to row in the same direction, as I keep saying all the time, you know, as we want to, again, make our, our university preeminent. We want our athletic department to be dominant. You know, I, I listen to a lot of, you know, podcasts, sports radio, different things like that. And, and, and you know, I listen to, uh, you know, a rival university. They had their athletic director on and they said, we, you know, we don't want to be just mediocre. We should be competing for conference championships every year in every sport, in every gender. Right. And that's the mentality that I think our fan base needs to embrace to start getting behind all of the all of the lesser revenue generating sports and support them and you'll watch what happens as an athletic department you know in in the college cup and things like this you know we we've done quite well and i think sometimes that we're remiss as a university in pointing that out um we're going to be stark advocates for all sports and um and be very, very true to what we're trying to get accomplished with them, and provide them with these tools and resources that are going to—they're going to bid them well for, for years and years to come. You know, James says it's not about the first four; it's about the next forty, and that's 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 exactly what—that's the probably if we had a core principle, that's probably one of the biggest ways you could sum it up. Awesome. Um, so I'm getting a, a lot of messages and questions here. So um, the. The gentleman asked, um, is there a certain amount uh, money-wise that they have to come up with or a certain size that their company has to be to contact you guys on creating an NIL deal for whomever? Um, and if so, is there a normal range of the price, the prices that would be out there is what I'm being asked? Absolutely not. That's that's a that's a great question, and I will tell you that we're interacting with um, potential sponsors of all shapes and sizes, you know. And the really the reality of it is, if you have a marketing budget that says I would like to do X, if X is one hundred dollars, I can assure you there is a very well qualified and, and great student athlete that would probably meet the mold of what you're trying to accomplish for that. And then at the end of the day, it's going to be is the money equivalent to what the ask is of the student athlete to get that in return. But we absolutely want to have the athlete earn this money. I, we don't want this transfer and this shell game of money going there. So, I would say to any potential sponsor of any shape and size, you know, reach out and say, Hey, listen, I'm thinking about doing this. I have a, a mid to small size business or a small to mid size business or a tiny home business, whatever it is. If you have an idea and, and want to make that reach out, we'd absolutely try to be the conduit to see if there's, there's an opportunity to do so. And then there's a lot of different ways that you can, you can um, multiply your money. And I think that's the other thing that you is um, you got a guy like myself who's into marketing um, and doing media. So, and then there's other different platforms with um, NFTs that are coming around. And um, um, <laughs> I know Metaverse is um, 
scares people a little bit, but there's some there's some opportunities with that. Like another like a company I have um that I have a great relationship with, like College Fancoin, and, and I'm not he's not one of our guys, but a guy like Amari Gaynor has a a home in the in 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 a Tallahassee in the metaverse. There's a wall that you can literally market on. So like while you may not get your traditional marketing, but you can be there, and that money does go to benefit said student athlete. Um, you know, even some things where what I was telling people is we'll utilize the fifth quarter with stuff. And it may end up being where, you know, a traditional deal you would get, um, let's say, uh, you know, let's say I would, I just used one of the deal we had. We had a deal with a student athlete and their job was to come in once a week. We were going to do an interview or they'll do a journal, a, a once a week journal. Um, and, you know, while you may not get your traditional uh, like a commercial, like your five, your five hits a day, what you will get is something that may get 10,000 views and be seen and you got an opportunity to benefit the said student athlete. Now, the, depending upon the money, depends upon what your, um, your valuation is. What we won't do is we're not going to screw over a seminar or a business because at the end of the day, having small businesses and running those, you 100% understand what those what that means and, and what having a small budget is. But at the same time, me being a former student athlete, not going to make somebody um, you know work work extremely hard for a little bit of money. What we'll do is we'll find a valuation right. point, and there's a negotiation, and there's a discussion and a talk. Um, and you know, sometimes $100 means more to a soccer player or a track athlete than it does a um, a football player. But at the same time. What we want to do is educate everybody around and involved in it because you all, while we all may want to go to football, you know, let's just use track. Track is an international sport. If you have a company that's dealing in sales, uh, international, like, money is money. So, like, you, 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 what you want to, and I think that's what a lot of people are missing on the NIL thing is that, and why I think it's important for the Mikos, like, you didn't become a Mikos by, by making dumb deals. You didn't become a multimillionaire business business owner by not making shrewd and, and wise business decisions. What you will do is you will you will you will invest into something that's going to give you an ROI, whether it's an ROI to your legitimate business or an ROI to what your core principles and beliefs are. But at the end of the day, you will get an ROI. You will get a return on your investment. So. I don't understand why people think that these bad, like, and I get it. The bag man has been there, the rumors and blah, blah, blah. We all know about those things. But it's also still steeped in shrewdness and investing. What we want to do is make sure that the, the business is getting their investment, but we want to also make sure that the athlete is getting developed and they are becoming the bigger brand, which everybody grows from that. And I think that's um that's really where I see, uh, see it coming, is really helping people grow their brands and have a phenomenal three to five years or four years, however long they're here at Florida State, and then they want to come back and we just keep growing people. Um, and we win a, we not just winning championships on the field, we win championships in life. Right, and I will say the deals that we, you know, we have turned down deals that, that aren't reciprocal. And we're I think the deals that we put together have only been reciprocal and, and have that ROI for both student and, and sponsor. But what I didn't want to do is make sure make my point clear that we don't want to discourage. I think a lot of times there are tra- people, and I've had this question asked before, and it was a great one. They don't think they 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 have a budget or a place in the NIL space. I would have to tell you that's completely false. 
as long as the ask of the student athlete is 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 commensurate with what you know what the money offer might be and the student athlete agrees to that and it's and it's and it's a reciprocal deal i don't want anybody to to think that they can't enter this nil space and james touched on there are going to be other avenues to explore and ways to contribute on a lower level that still accomplishes what we're trying to do with these with these young kids and you know like i said we're we're, we're this is a relationship based nil platform that's the way that everything gets done in life and it's all about relationships and the ones that you build and we all want to be in reciprocal types of relationships and that those are the ones that we're fostering right now so but it, in my mind it was a great question because i'd heard that question several times i don't want people to shy away from exploring their opportunities to 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 get into nil space you know just understand that we're going to be very cautious and guarded with the deals that we throw out there to these young folks to where the ask is not commensurate with the give so anyway so that's 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 my two on that well we'll take this last question um and then i will uh get y'all to kind of put out how people can find uh y'all and we know y'all have a twitter um and i'm gonna share all of this on the podcast i'm gonna have all of it attached to the video etc um but a couple of people have asked is there a is there a platform or will uh, Micanopy 1851 offer a way to set up a, a subscription or a membership to give from each individual fan, you know, maybe $10 a month, $20 a month, or what have it, to where y'all can create a deal for whichever athlete, but create a deal for them with inside of just basically the deals between uh, Micanopy 1851 and the, and the student athlete versus there being a sponsor well james is is far more versed on uh discords and, and platforms like that, that that have these these room chats that give access to to fans to players etc and and a lot of this is in the middle of being fleshed out but to answer the question in general yes and james also talked about the nft world this is this is really a this is an exciting area and we're exploring that right now so there are going to be you know, um, you know, fan opportunities for interactions on a some model of subscription service in the in the very near future. So that that's coming, and we want those those price points to be competitive. You know, so that everybody feels a part of it. But we also want to start dipping our toe in the NFT world to where everybody can have have the sense that they own a piece of, you know kind of this ether world memorabilia that's not you know that it's it's you know it's foreign to so many people but at the same time it's unique you know nfts non-fungible tokens it's unique and it's unique to you you own that piece and we're we're diligently working real quickly to get something up but again we we took the approach we're not rushing rushing to market with any of this we're do everything that we're putting forth on the front side is rock solid and we're we're not going to jump into those waters haphazardly we're going to have it built but i to answer the question they're coming and james if you want to talk about you know some of the some of the ways that you can use discord and open those chats up and give access that way you're you're way more versed on it than i am 
Um, yes. Short answer, yes, we will be. And um, how it will go is um, there will be – it will have an opportunity for you to outright buy an NFT, but we also understand that those can be expensive. So we'll have a, like a way that you can like basically you know, put it on a month-to-month um, situation. And that NFT will be your way to get into the Discord where you can be um, involved with um, live chats with the student-athletes, um, events like, tailgate, like tailgates. Um, we will have those involved in that. And I think that's where we'll probably try to partner up with, um, with some of the other um, larger um, ones that – so that we can have everybody involved in that, in in that. Um, but there will be, there will be some exclusive things. There'll be obviously, there's always an exclusivity that you want. Uh, but we also want to be able to be guarded. Uh, we want everybody to be proud of these athletes. We want everybody to experience them. But at the same time, we want um, we want people to understand that you gotta that even as a fan, you gotta have conduct becoming of a seminal. And, you know, we don't want guys being disparaged. You will have bad games. Now, granted, I talk to these guys all the time. A little of them, some of them may be a little bit too soft. I mean, I was in a class where, where a guy got hit in the back of the orange after we lost uh, – back of the head with an orange after we lost the game. We had to actually see people. We didn't get to go and hide and, and, and just be able to log off. But at the same time, we want to make sure that these people understand that not every I, – I can promise you this. Nobody is practicing in the Florida heat to go out and lose. Um, no matter who the coach is, no matter who the head coach is, uh, whether it was Tag or whether it was uh, Coach Norvell, I can assure you that none of these guys went out and did all this studying and all this game planning to go out and lose a game. It happens. But at the same time, we don't want to ruin the future by letting a bad day um, dictate how we're going to act and communicate to the to the next level. And, and a couple guys – and again, like <laughs> – You'd be surprised at the phone calls of the people who I get a chance to interact with on a day-to-day, and I have to explain to them. Our fan base is, um, is, is very lovely. They're also very passionate, and they want to win. Um, but, you know, like a young man um, may have a misunderstanding on the business side of the, game, of the game, and he may delete some of his own pictures. And then all of a sudden, he's the worst person in the world, but we kind of need that kid. So we want to make sure we're not, like, destroying we're not cutting off our nose despite our face but to, to summarize it if it's something that you want to do it's something that you want to be in we will definitely have it there will be exclusivity though and we will we will um um like a lot of people remember when the fifth quarter first started and we were booting people for for sharing nuggets um you know we may not go that far i don't believe we'll be putting nuggets in that aspect with the players we'll have the same forum, but what we will have though is if it's any disrespect, any, no disrespect will be tolerated by by men or women who go out there and put that um put that logo on their back and go out there and really really work their ass off to be able to make sure that we all stay fans. Absolutely, Taylor. I also, uh, can let me throw in one last thing because there there was a great part of there's another piece of this of ways people can get involved if they're if they're alums on the podcast listening in. Uh, or view this later on. Um, if, if you're an alum, you, you, you've really seen the core values and where we're trying to take this. If you have interest in the mentorship side of this, and maybe it's not economic, we, we, we encourage you to reach out. And we will have, Chris, I'll, I'll provide you, and Taylor, I'll make sure you get it too. We'll, we'll have both James and I 
It's james.coleman at micanopy1851.com, uh, mike.underwood at micanopy1851.com, and then info at micanopy1851.com. Those will be live. That info channel, if you have direct questions for us, we'll, you know, we check those. Uh, if you have general questions, that info box would be great. Uh, like I said, our social pre presence will be built out shortly. We're on Twitter now. Um, that's a great place to find us. Please to give us a follow to start help us you know, keep this momentum going because we've been overwhelmed and just so thankful and blessed that everybody that's jumped in has been such a big part of this in such a short period of time. Um, but I did want to say if you've got a, if you've got a skill set and a mentoring side to you and you want to get involved with this, hey, hit us up and we'd love to talk to you because we've, we've built a good network of alums right now that have you know, offered their, their time and expertise to help get these kids to where they need to be. And that's, that's a great way to build a relationship with a student athlete and provide them with your knowledge and your, you know, your background and your experience. So I wanted to put that out there. Uh, Taylor, I was going to give you an opportunity if, if there's anything that you would like to ask or add or. Uh, yeah, Mike kind of spoke on it about the social media platforms. Uh, like I said, if y'all have an Instagram account and y'all want to outreach that, I mean, if, if you want me to give you any opportunities to be able to, you know, get some more following on that as well. I mean, the more platforms, the better. As I always think, I've started Twitter, you know, Instagram, uh, YouTube, different things like that. So I always think the more platforms, the more people you can reach, whatever it is, it's just a community that you can build throughout the process with everything. And uh, the one kind of statement that I had that a lot of people ask, and I think y'all really hit the head on some of this, was really the, the difference between donating to the Seminole Boosters and donating to NIL opportunities and kind of binding both of those together. In today's society, you talk about the NIL deals giving people opportunities to be able to be successful on and off the field. And it's just a great way to be able to give those opportunities to those people that haven't really had the opportunities to be successful. So I think you are going to do a tremendous job with the NIL opportunities there. And I couldn't be more happier to, to kind of help out if I, if I ever need to. So we really appreciate that. And like I said, we've, you know, we've kind of been the slow roll. We've taken the tortoise approach to this and absolutely the social platforms. We know we've got to flesh those out. They're coming very shortly. Like I said, I want to I want to prop Twitter right now because it's up and live, and you can get some updates there. Insta's coming, um, Facebook's coming, so those other outlets are, are are being worked on as we speak. So, you know, these follows are going to be crucial. And like I said, we we really I I can I I can speak for myself and probably for James. It looks like he's back now. Um, you're, you're, you guys have simply done an amazing job of building a follower group that where the positive energy is there. And, you know, we, let's face it, this is a world of social where anybody can say anything at any time that they want to. We want to make sure that our messaging is, is, is clear, concise, not conflicting. And that's, you know, some of this trickle out effect is by design. We want to make sure that Twitter's on point. We want to make sure our messaging on our press release was right for today. That hit a lot of media outlets throughout the course of the day and we'll, we'll be very curious to see what kind of response we get even on the national level because I really feel and I think either, yeah, I think Chris touched on it, he follows NIL across the country 
we are a little bit special and we're quite proud of it and we're going to protect that and we're going to launch things correctly and we're going to do them on time the right way but yes absolutely we'll be on there and would love to have you guys you know prop that side of the of this launch as well we want everybody to be involved man we wanted this isn't a, um us versus them to say no again i think one of the the, the downside of of seminal media um in general um is that it becomes very um very um territorial actionable. And territorial and at the end of the Provincial. day yeah. everybody is goal everybody's goal is to get the same thing we all want to win um and as i've told people who misunderstood you know things that my critiques or things that i've said um before in the past i'm loyal to the logo i only i, I only know one coach and that was bobby bowden and he's unfortunately dead so um but whoever is the coach behind that logo has my 100% support. That being said, I'm very much so my grandmother's firstborn grandson. I will give you the shirt off my back, but if you don't do what I need you to do, I'm, you're going to hear my mouth every second as I'm taking that shirt <laughs> off my back to give it to you. And I think that's the, the mindset that we all have to understand is that we are all giving and we're all trying to move toward the um, same direction. So it's not going to be no subliminals. It's not going to be no pettiness. At the end of the day, a victory for um, Mikanopi, a, um, a, for, uh, basically a victory for us is a victory for everybody. Um, it's a victory for Rising Spear. It's a victory for, um, uh, I can't, I'm sorry, I apologize. I can't think of the other Warpath. one because, yeah, Warpath. And it may be, because it may be some things where it's easier. Yeah, we might have gotten the deal, but it may be easier to use it through their channels. And um, because again, at the end of the day, if they're growing, if we're growing, Seminole Boosters is growing, everybody's growing. All that means is more opportunities to recruit the best athletes. And I, I really want to tell people this: is like I'm, I'm dead. Everybody has a lane. Everybody's lane is different. And if we all would just understand that, maybe you know, this group is really good at the recruiting. This group is really good at explaining. Um, what's happening from a millennial perspective. This group is good at explaining it to old people. This group is, we don't know what they do, but they're, they're energetic. You know what I'm saying? Like just recognizing what people do and, and stop this stuff. Because again, the goal is, is to get, it, the, the only way you're going to get the top leaders, top future leaders is to act, is to act as if you are one of that. And we are, we have that. We've forgotten our way a little bit on the field, but that's just in football. The other sports are, are are good. And, again, you're talking to a guy who's who I went to Florida State. My sister went. My, my sister was probably technically a more accomplished athlete at Florida State than I was. She was num numerous times all ACC and uh, made nationals. Um, so, and she's, a law, and she's a lawyer. So it's just things that, again, we want these guys to see the things that have come in front of them to let them know that, there's not a thing that they can't accomplish in this world, and then there's also not a thing that they're going through that that none of us have been through, that at least somebody's been through before. And um, there's some guys that we've identified that I think we'll get, man. The world needs to not only see them ball on the field, but they need to hear their story. And you as a fan are going to want to, if you have a business, you're going to want to. Um, advertise or market with them. I think I saw somebody in the comments, like, how can you 
put your business at the hands of an 18, 19, 20-year-old that could get a DUI. Hell, there's a guy, Edgar Thomas, who just wrote a bad piece on a kid that I happen to like, um, Anthony, um, Anthony Richardson from Florida, who ran, who drove 103. You know what he did, uh, Edgar Thomas did two years ago at 50 years old? He got a DUI. Lawyers and doctors get these things all the time, man. It's not just a young person's thing, but what it is is we need to fall in love with these guys' stories because their stories are encouraging. Their stories are triumphal. Like, again, a, a friend, a great friend of mine, one, I think one of the biggest fraternities we have at Florida State is the fullback position. I don't know why, but people love the fullback. And us fullbacks love each other. Um, you know, rest in peace, Pooh Bear Williams. But Freddie Stevenson's story is so crazy. Like, I think, Mike, I'm going to put it out there. We need to – I know you had him host his book in Tallahassee. We need to host something for his uh, – when his um, documentary comes out. For Absolutely. And I, and I, I want think- every mm-hmm. former player to come there. I want people to see this. Like, one thing I learned when we started talking about – Coach Biden had us share our stories, and I had to tell people how I took money, how I took my scholarship money to pay the cell phone bill to help out with my mom around the house with stuff. There's players on that team right now who are afraid to speak up because they think that they're the only ones who've been through that. But I can resonate and talk to those guys because I can tell you, to quote my favorite rapper Jay-Z, nah, Hove did that. So hopefully you won't have to go through that. Like we 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 we've been here. We know guys that can tell you to keep your head up, man. Keep fighting through it, man. It's gonna it's gonna come out. Don't make a don't make a rash decision for a six six month to eighteen month. Like it could be it could be different in the short term. So it's really just man. It's so much more than about. It's all people always say it's always about the money, and and that in, in a in a sense it is, but it's really more so about. How can I change these guys' lives? Because I'm thinking different. In 20 years, I'm not. My son ain't gonna listen to me no more. But he will listen to the super. He will listen to a Derwin James, maybe. He will listen to somebody else. And I need to make sure that Derwin James is straight. Because <laughs> if he ain't straight, <laughs> he's gonna lead my son astray. And I need to make sure that I'm not. You know. Uh, you know. Again, you be like. It, it takes a village. And I think that's something that we've all missed out on. So. Well, I really appreciate y'all coming on and letting us um, be the first ones to interview uh, both of y'all on the release of Mickey 1851. Um, at, at any point in time that y'all want to come back on, um, I look forward to doing more things together with both of you. Uh, I know that Taylor does as well. In any way that we can help, uh, y'all let us know and we'll be there. We appreciate it. There's, there is big news on the horizon. I want everybody and I appreciate you guys hosting us and allowing us to bend the ears of, of your followers. And we'll just say there, there's plenty of good news on the horizon. And I think if we're asking who this is a victory for, it's a victory for Florida state. That's who it's a victory for. Not, not one INL NIL platform versus another or the boosters versus another. This is this is a win for Florida State University and and uh, getting back to the promise we all know, love, and deserve. So, uh, again, thank you guys. Absolutely. All right. Y'all have a good one, um, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope y'all get over to Micanopy eighteen fifty one, and go Knowles. Go Knowles. <laughs>